my shoulder cracked. I think it's important that our viewers know that whenever we do the hello, we do like gestures, gestures. and arm movements. We should upload onto Instagram so you should be able to see. I am Marsha. I'm Katie. And this week we are going back to Mandalay. Mandalay. To DW and Maxim and all their crap that's going on. So where on. did we finish last time? Um, oh my so- god! Oh, sorry, I just remember, but you say because you remember better than me. Last time we finished at tense times. So yeah, B and Beatrice and Giles, B is Maxim's sister, is just they've popped around for a visit. And as Beatrice is going as leaving, she's been like, Oh yeah, um Danvers was Mrs. Danvers was absolutely obsessed with Rebecca and you you're nothing like Rebecca. Yeah. And it's just like ah that was it, wasn't it? They were like, um she was like, Oh, Mrs. Danvers and Rebecca and isn't like DW like, Oh, she didn't like her and the sister's like, No, she was obsessed with her. Yeah, like she yeah. was absolute. She's like, so she's like, um, DW is like, oh, why is she jealous? She's got nothing to be jealous of. And she's like, oh no, darling, not of Maxim. She was absolutely obsessed with Rebecca, and it's like that was it. I just remember like a chill from last week. And we were like disgusting, <laughs> disgusting. So yeah, um, B and Giles are heading off, and you know, as B is going, she's sort of like, yes, mm. you're not a bit like Rebecca at all. Absolutely nothing alike. You know, nothing Rebecca like that. Rebecca was so beautiful, so and accomplished, so, cool, so refined. So nothing like you. Nothing. 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 Goodbye. Bye. Thanks. So, yeah. I was so happy you could come. Literally. But she does like Beatrice because like mm. she recognises that Beatrice means well. Mm. Um, what is so, this in this book? Like posh people mean well but they can't fucking interact in public. So why are they in charge of everything in this country? That is literally the whole fucking book. Oh, it gets worse later on in their fucking yeah. white male privilege, Maxim. Um, uh, anyway, um, so uh, after they leave, Maxim's like, oh, I'm all hot and bothered now. Let's go <laughs> for a walk. Seeing my sister does bother me. And it's like, hey, you're healthy. Okay, fair, um, fair, fair enough. Fair enough. Family could be hard. I accept that. Um, <laughs> so DW just like grabs. Oh, then he's really fucking rude. She's like, oh, but it's starting to rain. Let me just go get my coat. And he's like, no, no. You know, women are always half an hour if they go upstairs to their rooms. Just get one from the conservatory. And it's like, I want my own fucking coat, Maxim. You're the one that wants to go for a fucking walk in the rain because you have family issues. Why don't you go fuck yourself? Eh? Yeah, literally. And if I'm going to be so fucking long, say, I'll grab it for you, darling. I'll be down literally. in a minute. Um, and also, get my coat, you prick. So is she going to be wearing one of Rebecca's coats? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Because we weird. get to that later. So she Sorry, can you like... imagine if you went round to a boyfriend's house and he had like, oh, I've got some pyjamas if you want to stay around. They were my exes. That would be weird enough. It's weird. So she just grabs like a random coat and she's like, oh, it's a bit big, but it's fine. Yeah, um, sorry. Like, so fat. That's <laughs> 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 not okay, Marsha. It's no. just like... I mean, like a this is a subtle dick. It was a bit big. No big deal. Bit big. No, it's more like that. It was like this person was clearly taller and. Oh, more. taller and slenderer. <laughs> well, to be fair, I think DW is meant to be like an absolute twig. No offense to body types of twigs, but like it does mm. come back to the. But you know when it's like their 16. Se- I mean, she's 21, but you know when like they have that 16, 17 year old body type where it's like, mm. you could eat anything and you ain't yeah. ever gonna put on weight, are you? And you get served tea every day at four o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> scones so, and clotted cream or scones I, I do, depending where I you're do from. appreciate that DW has a rough time but sometimes I find it really difficult to sympathise with her because she's just in like this magnificent house getting served tea all the fucking time she's just cottagecore girls 
she is cottage and also she like lives by the sea there's like so many beautiful walks going and she's there like I feel trapped like fuck off DW you have the best time fuck off DW anyway. and your coat that's too long for you anyway <laughs> anyway so they head out for a walk with their good boy dog Jasper and he's a good boy and that's just the story he's a good boy he's <laughs> so good he is good and they keep referring to his silken head and it's delightful oh! I remember that last time it is so I kissed his silken head yay <laughs> so good so that is, good that, to be fair this is written by someone who knows and loves dogs yeah it is mm-hmm. great anyway away from Jasper well, well still following Jasper as they are um, he goes to take a path that leads like down towards the water and Maxim's like no no away we're going on this path um, yeah. so he pulled, called him away from the path he knows but you know Jasper's chill he's like I, I don't give a shit I'm out for yeah. a walk we'll go, we'll go yeah. the other way that doesn't faze me doesn't bother um, me I'm just happy to be with you yeah I'm just having a good time mm. um, so Maxim leads the way to a beautiful little valley full of azaleas which is a type of flower and I think not... you'll find it's a type of wrapper <laughs> <laughs> Okay, yeah. I can't. I have this thing, and it's really bad. But whenever yeah. someone talks about rapping, because I can't rap, I automatically go because <laughs> it's, it's, it's the same. My it's my same. knowledge of rapping is the musical Hamilton. That is it. Mm. Yeah. So uh, yeah. I'm fair. pretty cool. I listen to rap. A prime example. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Iggy Azalea would be proud. Anyway, carry on. Anyway. So they head into this valley full of azaleas and not blood red rhododendrons. Oh, good. And DW isn't even startled by them. She actually really likes it. She well, says, she likes pretty. Biggie. She's she's not scared of the dark of the red flowers because they're they're pink here, and she's like, pink's okay. DW, she's... you're a really weird, babe. <laughs> like... oh, these rhododendrons aren't scary. Eh? Like, yeah, I appreciate she's been brought into a weird situation, but I don't think she's helped the situation. I think there are other people that could have fared better. Yeah, I mean, I do just love the image of her screaming silently at the Red Road Dungeons and Max. I'm like, nice, aren't they? Oh, yes, yeah. that's nice. They're lovely. And now coming in like, oh, these flowers are nice. Friendly <gasps> flowers, nice flowers. Like, you are weird. I see why. Oh. I see why we. Well, we well, we don't really get on, but I see why we were drawn to one another. We both have a lot of issues. <laughs> we should really, you know, have worked on ourselves before we came together. But uh, here we are. Here we are. Um, so they follow the path down to a little beach, and this might be a little niche because maybe I just don't know anything. But I thought this sentence was weird. Okay. Um, we threw stones, went to the water's edge, flung ducks and drakes and fished for, dr- for driftwood. And I was like, the fuck are you doing to the ducks? You flung ducks. You threw ducks in the sea. <laughs> See, this is what I, I thought. All, I was all like, the days I go to the sea and fling animals into it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was like, Jasper, run. <laughs> yeah, you'll be next, mate. So I looked it up and apparently that's what the game is called when you skip stones on the water. Apparently it's called Ducks and Drakes. And I was like, oh, Well, seeing as it is skipping stones, and that literally describes the action, it's called skipping stones. They're taking fucking liberties. Seeing as they literally say we threw stones and flung Ducks and Drakes, I think they're throwing ducks in there, to be honest. I'm sorry, everyone. I got bought some brownies and I can't fucking resist. I'm going to have to munch a brownie as we record. (laughs) I I mean, it's fine. They're calling to me. I mean, you know, it's the best way to enjoy a story really isn't it anyway yeah, I'm gonna buy it. <laughs> oh, it looks so good hey our listeners if anyone wants to set so marsha's got the brownies if anyone wants to send brownies to katie message me and i'll 
give you my address. <laughs> I thought at first thing, because if anyone wants to send us brownies, send them to Marsha. This is her address, and I'll get them. I'm not putting on a funny voice. I'm very full of brownie. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, if you want to send me brownies, I'll like scout your profile, and if you look legit, I'll I'll give you my address. <laughs> You'll be deemed worthy of sending me brownies. Well, you know, I ain't just going to give it to, like, you know, Steve who has, like, no followers and only posted a picture of a blurry cat. Do you know what I mean? And I'll be fully honest, if you're a guy, you need not apply. Yeah. Only women. Only women. (laughs) Unless you're a guy that I actually know in real life. Oh, yeah. I've established that I don't hate you. Who is going to send me brownies? Your boyfriend's going to message you like, I'll send you brownies, doesn't reply. Hey. <laughs> well, send me some brownies and we'll talk. <laughs> we live together. You know where we'll... to send them. You don't need the address, sweetie. You're doing fine. Mm. I'm nearly at the end of the brownie. It's going to be a sad time when it gets to the end. Oh, I'm so jealous. Anyway. they So they start heading back and um, Jasper runs off across the rocks. And no, DW... careful, Jasper. Yeah, so DW is like, oh, I'll go get him. And Maxim's like, no, leave him. And she's like, what? No. Le-? Yeah, she's like, I'm not going to leave him. What if the tide comes in and he drowns? What if he falls off the rocks? I'm not a monster, Maxim. And he's no. like, the damn fool knows his way back. Leave him. And she's like, I pretended I couldn't hear him and hurried off over the rocks, thinking I'd like, no, to leave him. No. Literally, she's like, no, no that's that's really not cool i like the dog so yeah she goes over the rocks following jasper and she finds herself onto another little beach which has like a little um boat store cottage on it a boat store cottage so the boats are in the cottage or so it's like a little boat house okay so like yeah above the water sort of places yeah yeah so it's the kind of thing that you like you know find bits of Boat fixing equipment. In case you reveal she is. Uh, have you been in a boat? I've seen boats. I've seen a boat. <laughs> I'm aware what boats are. <laughs> I, they're like floating houses, aren't they? <laughs> you might have a uh, a rope. <laughs> well, actually, that is exactly what she wants. Um, oh, yeah, so we'll get to that. Mm. Um, so yeah, there's also a man on the beach and Jasper's barking at him. Mm. And so the guy seems quite friendly, but he doesn't really like understand what she's saying. He doesn't like yeah. Um, so she's sort of like he, so she's like, oh, do you have any rope so I could use to like get the mm. dog because he's being a dickhead. <laughs> and he's like, well, there's no shells on the beach. I've looked all morning. And That's not like, what I fucking hey, asked. Yeah. Anyway, do you know if there's any ropes? And he's like, well, there's no shells on the beach. And she's like, okay, okay. When whatever. you say um, shells, <laughs> like, are you trying to tell me something? <laughs> What are you trying to tell me? Anyway, so um, she says um, so as um, so she goes into the um into the little house yeah. like expecting it to be locked up, but it's not. Um, and she's like expecting it to like be filled with like boating equipment, like tools and ropes and stuff, that kind of thing. Mm. But it's fully furnished, uh, like creepy. you know, it's like a sofa bed, like a table, cups and saucers. List it on Airbnb. Get a little bit of moolah coming in on the side. Exactly. Well, like the thing is, because for a second she's like, "Oh, for fuck's sake, have I literally just walked into his house? How embarrassing!" <laughs> um, <laughs> like, that's my house, there, love. Like, yeah, that sorry. Was so embarrassing. <laughs> it's not his house. Don't worry. <laughs> but can you? But can you just imagine that first horse when you walk up, walk in like this is a house? Fuck. 
I'd also be like, sorry, I thought it was a shed. You thought my house was a shed. <laughs> you who live in that fucking mansion, why don't you fuck yourself? Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> so yeah, terrible. Mm. Anyway, it's not his house, so it's okay. Yeah. And she like establishes that because she's like, because of the second she's like, fuck, is this his house? Yeah. And she's like, no, no one, no one lives here. Like there is a lot of dust here mm-hmm. and a lot of this stuff has been eaten by mice and it's really damp. <laughs> He, I mean, I hope it's not his house. And he's like, it is my house. I haven't got round to cleaning much lately. Again, sorry. And, sorry. Again, sorry, but like, you'd expect to at least see a footprint on the goddamn floor. How long have you been out here looking for shells? <laughs> a long time. Also, I bet there are shells on the beach. Yeah, look harder. Mm. Anyway, she she goes to a cupboard and find, like the place gives her like this horrible feeling that like something's going to hurt her. Mm. So she's got like this horrible energy about, and she's mm. like, Ugh, I realize don't I like just nodded. Here. I don't think I've ever just walked into a space and been like, you know, when people are like there was a sinister presence. I've never really had that, or like something was going to hurt you. I mean, I've even like walked into something and gone, oh, it's a bit creepy around here. But you know, if I respond to yeah. something like scary, it's because like you know there was a weird bang or something or. I get this because, like, so this house, I mean, obviously, it's been like redone a load and stuff. Like, I don't know the history of it, but it is over 300 years old, like mm. the basic house yeah. dealio and stuff. So, obviously, in that time, someone has died here. Mm. Like, that's a fact. Mm. It's 300 years old. And, you know, it used to be like a farmhouse or whatever. Mm. So, someone has died here at some point. But, and, I mean, I don't really believe in ghosts anyway, but I never get a vibe or anything sinister no. or scary, except when it's nighttime and I'm downstairs on my by myself. Then it is an evil place. I get that in a new build, though. <laughs> exactly. It's got enough. That, that's what I mean. It's like, I don't get a vibe because of a place. I get a vibe because I'm frightened of the dark. Did they tell you what happened to you? <laughs> So here, we live with my boyfriend and his parents and we've got kind of two bedrooms upstairs and one of them's kind of our living room. And um, on the landing, there's a mirror and I was walking out pitch black from um, our TV room to our sleeping room and I got a bit disorientated and I I thought I was in the doorway uh, about to go into our room and I looked and just saw a dark outline like right right up against my face. Obviously, I'd miscalculated and was just like face to face with the mirror. Disgusting. <laughs> nearly, I nearly died on the spot because, like, literally, like an inch from my face, and I was like, "Where?" Because I think I was touching the side, and I was like, "Where's the door frame?" Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Horrible. Anyway. Disgusting. But yeah, if you, you haven't got creepy mirrors in your house, you're fine. <laughs> Have fun. I'm sure it's all good, mm. except when the lights go off. Maybe yeah. anyway, so she goes into the cupboard grabs a bit of rope and an old knife, cuts the length of it and ties it around um, the Jasper's leader's, yeah. uh, Jasper's collar. Um, so as she's leaving, she's like, oh yeah, bye to the uh, to the man. And he goes, I saw you go yonder. And she's like, yes, it's all right. Mr. De Winter won't mind me going into the house because mm. um, it's still like all like manly property. And he goes, she don't go in there now. Ah. No, not now, I said. She's gone in the sea, ain't she? She won't come back no more. No, she'll not come back. I never said nothing, did I? He said. No, of course not. Don't worry. Um, this is all terrible. So she leaves the beach. I know, terrifying. So she leaves the beach and catches up to Maxim, um, who's in a bad mood and strides off in front of her. And she's I'm like, so oh, yeah, done with a- Maxim's tent- temper tantrums. I know! 
like, I'm sorry, but can we establish the fact that you repetitively call me a, your fucking child bride, basically? Yeah. And you are more of a baby than me. Literally. I, I'm just, I'm, I'm over it. Also, I'm like, the one don't you patronise me. I've moved into your life. I've had to adjust out to everything. And you're just being a petulant little moody boy. Literally, he's the worst. Um, I don't care if you've got demons. Grow oh, up. I don't care. Sort them out. I do not care. So she's like, there was a man on the beach. What's his deal? And he's like, and Maxim's like, oh, his name's Ben. His dad used to work here. He's completely harmless. Mm. And I just let him have the run of the grounds. Because Imagine boring. having so much coming. land. And what, like, proper like, who's that? Oh, that's just Ben. He's just a bit weird. We just let him be around here. Imagine having that in your house. I like, <laughs> I have some issues. <laughs> I don't feel sick. <laughs> Nah, Ben's all right. He's all right. Um, he's all right. Um, and he's like, and so then Maxon's like, where did you find the rope? And she's like, oh, from the little house. And he's like, oh, it should really be locked. Um, I suppose Ben must have been going in and out of there. And she's like, no, I don't think so. Like the floor was all like dusty and everything. In fact, it's really dusty and they're like, mice have been at it it's really damp like everything in there is going to be spoiled um and so like now they're arguing because maxim is striding off too fast and he's being like well you tired yourself out going after the dog when you should have just left him now you're all grumpy because you're tired and it's like don't fucking put me down because i saved your fucking also you're dog. grumpy because you're tired yeah it's like also like you're being a prick yeah stop projecting um, yeah and so now she's like um also you're grumpy because you're like, tired i'm not a fucking toddler Literally, like, he constantly puts her down as a child. It's so annoying. So she, And then she's like, oh, like, just admit it. You didn't want to come um, over the rocks with me. I could see that. And he goes, uh, and he's like, wow, how could you see it? And she's like, and she says, oh, Maxim, how should I know? I'm not a thought reader. I know you didn't want to. I could see it on your face. And he's like, see what in my face? And she's like, I've already told you. I could see you didn't want to come with me. Oh, just let, let's have an end to it. I'm sick of the subject. To which Maxim responds, all women say that when they've lost an argument. Ah! All right, I didn't want to go to the other beach. Will that please you? Firstly, Maxim, fuck off. Yeah. Secondly, makes it... The way you finish that sentence makes it sound a whole lot like she just won the argument, but whatever. Yeah, literally. Like, yeah, literally. Like, fuck off, like, And also, one to DW, when he says, what could you see in my face? You have to respond with, I don't know. I don't think it's got a name. <laughs> <laughs> I guess what you have to say. I do just love the services. I'm like, I'm not a thought reader, Maxim. <laughs> yeah, for fuck's sake. Oh, like, you... Can I read my... Am I a wizard? No. <laughs> so you have to talk to me. That's going to be my response to everything forever. Am I a wizard? <laughs> a wizard. <laughs> the seat's there. Push him I in know, it. he sucks. Well, I think he took that advice. Right. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Moving on. Uh, so Maxim had his little tantrum about how she should never, how he should never have come back to Mandley, and it's all too much. And Maxim, 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 no one cares. You've you've gone on for two pages now. We don't care anymore. Yeah. Anyway, so they go back to Mandley, and they're sitting in sulky silence for a while. And DW goes over to him, and she's like, "Look, I'm sorry, you're because he's now he's gotten over the anger, and now he's just sad." Um, and so she I'm just sad now DW I'm not angry with DW I'm just disappointed 
<laughs> oh, you're disappointed. I'm disappointed. <laughs> anyway, so she goes over to him. She's like, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to upset you. Like, if you don't want to talk about, if, you know, if that little house means something and you don't want to talk about it, it's okay. It just... She shouldn't have to apologize. I know. Um, and he looks up at her, like, really sad. And he's like, no, you didn't upset me. It's all right. And she's like, no, no, it's all right. Like, let's just be mates again. Um, and he's like, yeah. yeah, yeah. But then he looks at her very seriously and she's like, you all right, fam? And he just, and he opens his mouth as though he's about to tell her something really serious. And then Frith comes in and serves the tea. Oh, Frith! So, yeah. I mean, one, what's on the menu? (laughs) Like, he was just about to say something interesting. I mean, what we have? What we have? Are those little triangle cut sandwiches? I mean, (laughs) I go on a lot about how jealous I am of their food, but part of me is also like, I couldn't eat like this every day because they have a full fucking buffet for breakfast. And then they'll have like... Yes. They tend to have quite a small lunch, like, you know, it's like sliced ham and some salady bits like a light lunch maybe a couple of potatoes yeah like, all right, all right. and then they'll have a full fucking yeah, cream tea with cakes sandwiches tea scones cream eccles cakes the fucking works and then at seven they'll have a full yeah. dinner and dessert and i'm like look i mean i am so on board with it but i just have some questions some people watch porn some people read day menus <laughs> i just Yes. Look, I don't know what I'm having for dinner tonight, but it better be fucking good. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying, lads. Anyway, so they're having their dinner, their um, tea even, and the subject kind of gets dropped and they have food can cheer up because that's what food does. It cheers you up. Yeah. Should we just, be, should we just eat and be happy? Oh, yeah, we can. Better. Let's do that. To be fair, this is entirely my life. Like, when I get really angry or, like, annoyed about something silly, my boyfriend is like, are you hungry? And I'm like, no, I'm not hungry. Mm. I'm irritated. And he'll just quietly slip off and bring back some food. And I'm like, turns out I'm just not very good at regulating my emotions when I'm hungry. What do you know? I'm a child. They only have pasta for dinner tonight. Anyway. This is why we shouldn't record when we're hungry, but it's difficult when reading about Mandalay because there's I've always eaten so food. many fucking brown. Katie, I've eaten so many fucking brownies. I'm not hungry. I feel a little sick. <laughs> I'm hungry. Anyway, so um, you know, she goes to put her coat away that she borrowed, and um, she like puts her hand in the pocket and takes out a handkerchief Ooh. with a smear of lipstick on it and a big embroidered letter R. There could be worse smears. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a bit of shit. Oh. <laughs> Rebecca, you dirty lass. <laughs> oh, but there's a bit of a sad thing as well. Like, so the, for the first time since they were in, like, um, Italy together, when they yeah. were in that little valley with all the azaleas and everything, and it smelled really mm. nice and beautiful, that was, like, the first time that like, she felt like she, her and Maxim were, like, together again and, like, in love yeah. and having a good time. And as she pulls it out it's just, like, and unfolds it, it releases, like, a perfume, and she's like, where have I smelled that before? I recognise it. Aww. Oh, it's the valley. Just kill, just kill that dead, why don't you? Like, yeah. So Great. she had like a perfume that was meant to smell like azaleas, do you think? Yeah, or she spent a lot of time in the valley, one or the other. In the valley. Yeah. Rich people do that now. You can get like your favourite scent and go to a perfumery and be like, make this for me. And I bet Rebecca was the kind of person that would do that. Oh, yeah, definitely. She's a pro. Yeah. Anyway, um, so time goes on and DW goes to visit people. People come to visit her and it's always awkward and like forced pleasantries. Like, oh, the, don't, don't you like Mandy? Oh, yes, it's lovely. Mm. Do you do anything? No, not really. <laughs> not much. Oh, not much. Not much. It runs itself. 
Yeah, like I sit oh. awkwardly. I sit awkwardly and invite people to tea and pray they don't accept. To be fair, same. Yeah, same. We should do this again sometime. No, no. no. Oh yes, well, definitely. Never. Let's all have a Zoom party. Fuck off. Fuck off. Oh yeah, definitely. I'll send you my email address. Oh, I must have forgot. Yeah, I'll wait for them to ask for that again. Ugh. Yeah, never. Literally, it's everything. Like, let's do something on Zoom. Let's just all go fuck ourselves. <laughs> yeah, literally. I'll stay in my lane, you stay in yours. Yeah, but like, and every time like she says goodbye to these people, she imagines them like remarking how dreadfully dull she is, not saying a word. And like, especially when you were compared to wonderful Rebecca. But again... I understand she's got a lot on, but you might have to grow a personality, DW. <laughs> This is the thing. It's like, look, I get you're shy and everything. And yeah. I also, I, I accept that, you know, you don't have a lot a lot going on. But literally, B has given you an open invitation to teach you how to ride horses. Just take yeah. it. You'll have a nice weekend and you'll get a different headspace. You'll expand your circle. It'll be good for you. Yeah, new conversation points. It'll be great. Yeah. So. Even, if you, even if you fall off and make a dick of yourself, it's a funny story. Like, Even if you good. die, you don't have to go back to Mandalay. <laughs> Literally, there is no downside. <laughs> you don't see Mrs. Danvers again if you're dead. True. Literally. Interesting. True. Interesting. True. Um, but yeah, so after one of these visits, she's um, she's being driven home. And like I said, well, Maxim doesn't go with her on these visits. It's like, that's the wife's <gasps> duty. He's off Fuck running off! the estate. Can oh my you God, imagine? imagine you have to go see all your boyfriend's family and friends. Like, on your oh. own. On your no. own. Like, it's no. fine if, you know, he's with you and everything. But it's like, I, I have nothing to talk about. Like, yeah. Like, again, it comes back to, like, why don't you get a personality? Like, look, these people are very different to me and we have nothing in common. We can establish that. I'm literally like, so how's Max? Oh, I don't know. You should probably ask him. Like, look, look I am not an extension of my husband. Yeah, literally. I literally. don't know. Oh, and that's the other thing. These people keep asking her, like, oh, are you going to revive the Mandley Ball? And she's like, I don't even know what the Mandley Ball is. I mean, I can gather it's a ball at Mandley, and that's my knowledge on the subject. All right? Yeah. So, um, I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Maximus seems tight about the subject, so I don't fucking know. I'm um, sure he's got lots of trauma, as he does with everything. Yes. Like, literally, she says that. She's like, I don't know what to fucking talk about with him. Because, you know, sometimes someone will mention, like, the sailing boat, like, the sailing races. And mm. I'll be worried that that'll upset him because Rebecca had a fucking sailing boat. Yes. <laughs> Maybe don't get married until you've dealt with your own trauma. Literally, it's messed up. So, anyway, one day she's coming home and she sees Frank Crawley, um, Maxim's agent. Again, I don't really know what his job is. Um, he <laughs> I, I think he is just Maxim's paid best friend. Okay, yeah, one of those. It's, it seems to you be paid for your friends? Yes, yeah. have you not met Maxim? His personality is I'm moody. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so anyway, so she like jumps out of the car, is like, oh, I'll walk up with Frank. Mm. Um, which, you know, obviously takes like 10 years because it's the longest driveway in the world. And those scary rhododendrons. Well, you know, she was like, I don't want to go past them on my own. <laughs> yeah, okay, I'll come. Please come with me. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> weird. So she starts to ask him about Rebecca, trying to keep her voice calm and casual. And like, she goes past the rhododendron. <laughs> <laughs> so Rebecca. anyway, so anyway, Rebecca. Um, and and like about the ball and the tradition of it being at Mandalay. Um, mm. and Frank, whenever she like kind of starts talking about Rebecca, Frank kind of gets a bit like awkward and like closed off like he's still like talking and being friendly but you can tell he's a bit like shut up shut up shut up i don't want to talk about this yeah Yeah. um so then she starts asking frank about the little boathouse um 
Uh, and whenever um, Rebecca is mentioned, yeah, Frank gets awkward. Um, he finally starts to tell her about Rebecca's accident and how she enjoyed sailing alone. And then DW just shows her fucking age. She's like, oh, did Maxim not mind her going out alone? And obviously it's like, give a shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's one thing to be like, I don't know if you should go sailing on your own without telling people where you're going because if yeah. something happens, people won't find you. That's fair yeah. enough. But the idea of like, my wife, alone. Never. Like, Never. Come back like, here, little wife. Literally. And like, yeah, Frank's like, he's like, oh, I, I, I don't know. Like, I mean, he doesn't say this, but I like, seems like the sort of thing a woman should be allowed to do is, you know, pursue her own hobbies in her mm. own home or you know grounds yeah. at least i think it's fine well obviously it wasn't fine she died i mean yeah yeah <laughs> when there are dangerous hobbies i imagine frank being like i don't know man please stop asking me <laughs> no, i don't know <laughs> I mean, he's your obviously... husband to be honest we're all kind of intrigued you find out <laughs> <laughs> basically he's like i mean if you're feeling like you want to talk about these things maybe you should talk to maxim she's like no i don't like to and he's like that Um, might be a warning sign yeah well she he's also like if you want to talk about the ball you know like maxim is like you know i mean he He attended he attended he is his house maybe she talked to him about it and she's like no you do it and he's like no and she's like to be fair frank what are you employed for okay you got me there (laughs) you got me there i I do just like being paid yeah um and you go have a chat with maxim (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah he starts telling her about and like how the boat capsized and her arm was lost um and she's like gosh how terrible like gosh yeah and then she's like so what happened like what happened with her body like and he was like yeah it got found two months later and she was like two two months it took you two months to find her what the fuck and he's like well yeah she washed up on a beach like 40 miles up the coast um both her arms were ripped off and maxim went to go and identify the body and apparently there wasn't a lot there yeah I'm guessing Wait. they don't have like dental records and things back then because you'd be like, well, they're female. My wife was known for having two arms, but I understand it's been a rough ride. <laughs> yeah, I think it's actually like it's a it's a female of, you know, similar to similar Rebecca's build. build. Yeah. I mean, we, and that's the other thing. It doesn't have like her arms. So there's no way of like determining her wedding ring or anything like that. And it yeah. has dark hair. And obviously, there's also a certain amount of decay and damage to the body. So I imagine they didn't look too closely and were like, well, my wife was did have dark hair. I do remember imagine two arms, but... if you were asked to identify your partner and they were in that state and you're like, look, from what you're telling me, I don't even know if I'll be able to give a concrete yes. And I'd rather not have that imprinted on my memory, even if it's Literally. someone else. It sounds horrific, mate. Can you imagine? Like, imagine like, I've come to identify the body. I really don't think you should. <laughs> I bet there must be cases where they're like, you don't, you don't have to do that, pet. I like, think there are. Like, I think that. I wait. No, I'm thinking of Stranger Things. Don't worry. <laughs> the Ben Stranger Things. The, the, the Ben Stranger Things, where they say that um, the missing boy, I can't remember what his name is now, is dead, and his mum like mm. gets to go like see the body, but she's not allowed oh, to yeah. touch her or anything because it's a fake body, and she's yeah, like, that's yeah. not my son, and they're like, it is. You're just traumatized, and she's like, that's not my fucking son, like. Mm. And they're like, no, no, it is. Like, you're just really traumatised. And then they, like, break in and, like, cut it up. And it's like, oh, yeah, this is, like, plastic. Something's weird going on. I'm imagining on. an artist, like, backstage, like, I worked really hard on that and it is a very good likeness. Yeah, just like, <laughs> like it's fine, it's fine. It's just, I just, I'm just a bit upset that she just didn't believe it. <laughs> I didn't believe it. Like, 
It does look like him, Mildred. It I does. Know, I know. It does. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm not taking it personally. I know she's emotional. I know. But it's just mm. like, it took me eight hours. <laughs> like, really tried. They definitely have people they have to identify through dental records now because, yeah. 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 Like, if you've been burnt um, or something, be like, well, there's no point putting the family through that to be like, that is a Or like horrifically attacked, like... Yeah. Oh, no. But anyway, I mean, this isn't like integral to the story, but later also, on... Also, like... sorry, why do they have family to identify people when there are photos? Like, well, does it look like the photo? Yeah, kind of. Well, then well, you know is... as much as me, mate! <laughs> so I was like, well, look, I recognise that, you know, she's my wife, so maybe I should know her body a bit better. But as we've established, she's been at sea for two months and is missing both her arms. So look at a photo of you think it looks like her. I'll take your word for it. Literally. Like, Frank doesn't say it's nice as a later on, but it doesn't really matter. He is like, I did say maybe you shouldn't go alone because he was very traumatised before going about the loss of his wife. So yeah. I was like, maybe you shouldn't go alone. But he kind of just sort of like was being stoic man, like that toxic masculinity yeah. and went off and did it and came back a lot more traumatised. And I was like, I told you you shouldn't. Yeah, you should have listened to me. Yeah. So anyway, so at this point, she like stops her question. She's like, "That is really gross." Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. And at this point, she's like, "They've all had to live through this like over the last year." Yeah. And so she's like, "That is really rough. I'm sorry for like dragging it up, but," and so now she kind of like kind of comes out being like, "I just like basically saying like I just feel like everyone is judging me for not filling Rebecca's shoes and like no matter what like her memory is just everywhere in this place and like I there's nothing I can do to like it's not like I want to forget the past but you know mm. like it's constantly there reminding me of everything and I just feel I'm not good enough and Frank is like Frank's a sweetie he turns to her and he's like you're lovely you're really Aww. nice and no I haven't heard anyone say anything like that i really don't think they are if i did hear anything anyone say something like that just know it would be stamped out immediately like no you're Mm. great and i can see how happy you make maxim and it's lovely to see and you and it honestly you're a delight to be here i'm really glad you're here you my dear are a delight thanks Thanks. i really needed that today (laughs) that's what frank's paid for pep talks yeah he's great and he's worth every penny he is well he is until now. So oh. as they as they say goodbye, she's like, "Can I ask you one more question?" And he's like, "Yeah, okay." And she's like, "Do you promise to answer it truthfully?" And he's like, "Oh, I don't know. It depends what you ask, doesn't it?" Yeah, literally. And so she's like, "Was Rebecca very beautiful?" And he goes, "Yes, yes. I suppose she was the most beautiful woman I've ever seen in my life." Oh, cheers, mate. <laughs> Cheers, mate. It's okay to lie, Frank. Yeah. I mean, you can just say, yeah, she was pretty hot. You could have just left it at that. Casual. Yeah, yeah she was just, hot. It's oh not... my God, what you should have said was like, well, obviously, Maxim has very good taste in women. So obviously she was beautiful. Yeah. Have a good day. Have oh my God, I, I, I could have Frank's job. I'd be so good at it. I know. I mean, you would have to be friends with Maxim. So <laughs> okay, I would be good at that bit. But actually, I think I would be good for Maxim's personal growth because I'd... Bloody smack him like, in place and well, I'd physically abuse him. That's what I do. That's healthy. <laughs> it's just about the conversation. Like, you haven't spoken to your wife in three days. Well, she never comes to me. Well, no, Maxim, you're not exactly very welcoming, and you've just brought her to a really strange, freaky place where she doesn't feel comfortable. You go to her. Yeah, and I, I would bark at Maxim until he was normal. You'd bark Literally. at someone until they were normal. Yes, my methods yes, aren't yes. always the most conventional, but they work. They work. So, <laughs> 
can't talk twice. So time goes on, and DW gets a lady's maid named Clarice, who is a, who is very sweet, and they got on really well. Mainly mm. because, in terms of class, again, I know class is stupid, but in terms of the book, it's relevant. Yeah. Um, they're very much on like the same level, so mm. they got on really well. Yeah. Which is nice. And like Mrs. Danvers found Clarice for her. And she's like, that was a nice thing of Mrs. Danvers to do. Because mm. um, like before she had um, sort of like one of the other late, like one of the other servants was sort of like stepping in as her lady's maid. But she was quite like mm. judgy and snooty. Mm. And um, one and like, so like, yeah, she just sort of felt she was being judged by her all the time. But she likes Clarice. So she's like, okay, I wonder if it's like a backhanded day. thing. Like Clarice is more on your level. Yes, she actually is. It was a very nice thing to do. But good. <laughs> Good. Yeah, I mean, I think the thing is with Mrs. Danvers, she's a bitch, but damn, she's good at her job. <laughs> that woman is efficient and she knows her shit. She does know her shit. But she, um, so yeah, DW doesn't see much of Danvers um, now, but like, she still feels like her ominous presence as well as Rebecca's. Like, wherever mm. she goes in Mandley, she's reminded of the last Mrs. De Winter. And especially... So she spends a lot of her time in the morning room, um, which was like Rebecca's domain where she like write all her letters and everything. So like every day, you know, she picks up the pen she wrote with and signs the papers that she wrote with. She looks at the walls that have been like particularly decorated and like in Rebecca's style and it's very feminine and elegant. And she's just like, it's, it's literally, a lot of Rebecca. It's literally become the morning room. The morning of Aye. Rebecca room. Literally. <laughs> Um, so yeah like so she's like constantly surrounded by these reminders which is obviously not good for your mental health no um, it's and one day, up. literally it's messed up like go to a different room it's fine again I say if you were to go to like a new boyfriend's house and they was like um, oh do you want a jumper I've got one of my old girlfriends you'd be like weird mate no like, no I understand if your last partner died and you don't feel comfortable throwing it away but I will not be wearing it yeah that's strange you yeah. keep that for your own time okay there's another bit as well where she's like trying to sort of like redo the room a bit and so she's like she asks Frith she's like oh could you move that um big vase into the centre of the table and he goes Mrs. De Winter was always very particular about it being behind the piano and she's like I mean didn't, first, ask. didn't ask secondly I'm Mrs. De Winter bitch if you want to talk yeah. about her you call her Rebecca or if you're not comfortable with that you say like the former Mrs. De Winter I'm Mrs. De Winter yeah um, so you don't call her that for starters but like she's like she's like I know he didn't mean anything bad by it and I know that if I said like I know but I'd rather her here he'd move it in an yeah. instant and not think anything of it but she's like Oh, yes, I suppose it does look better over there. So she just sort of, like, bows to Rebecca's will, even though yeah. Rebecca isn't there. And, like, and the vase stayed on the mantelpiece where it had always been. Just move it yourself. Yeah. Oh, no, you're really awkward. You'll probably break it. <laughs> well, so Beatrice sends her over some, like, books on painting as a wedding present, like, remembering how um, DW was oh, like, yeah, she oh, yeah, like, drawing. Like, yeah. yeah. And it's like, Beatrice is a sweetie. Yeah, she's nice. Yeah. Um, and they're, like, these massive big volumes. And she's like, oh, that's cute. How nice of her. Mm. And so she goes to put them up in the morning room, being like, it's my space now. I'll find a space for them. And they mm. just look, like, kind of, like, too big and out of place. And they sway where she's, like, stacked them up and full and knock over a china cupid that falls and breaks and she's like ah! i was like joking but i oh, know, actually you, did it when you said i was like wow so she's like ah and swoops up and like puts it in the drawer like out of sight out of mind out of sight out of mind <laughs> <laughs> what i would do to be fair i mean literally it seems like a very sound thing to do um <laughs> and later that day maxim and dw hear that robert the manservant is crying because mrs danvers has accused him of stealing from the morning room apparently a china ornament has disappeared ah! oh you gotta come you gotta come clean dw you gotta come clean 
so Frith comes in and t- comes in and tells them that, and um, Maxim's like, "Oh, for fuck's sake, send in Danny, and we'll get this sorted." And she doesn't like um, DW hasn't said anything at this point, and he's like, "Oh, I do really hate it when servants come, like you know, go on about stuff like this to me. It's really your job. You should be dealing with this, but like whatever." He says like, it to Mrs. Dewin. Oh wait, so Mrs. Maxim is saying this to uh, mm-hmm. DW. Yeah. For a minute, I thought you, I thought you were talking about Frith, and I was like, Frith said that to DW. It's really your job. I fucking decking. I'm like, Frith, you're about to be out of a position, mate. You do not talk to me like that. <laughs> I was like, Frith's got one up himself, hasn't he? Okay, Max. Yeah, Frith's there, right. fine, Whatever. yeah. Um, and so, yeah, like, Danvers comes in and is telling Max about about it and, like, how it's how it's really very, like, you know, it's that lovely um, Cupid. And he goes, oh, no, that's very expensive. A prized possession of ours, is it not? <gasps> Andrew Danvers is like, ah! And so, um... <laughs> Danvers leaves and he's like, oh dear, what did you do? And she's like, Maxim, I broke it. <laughs> and he's like, and he's like, what? Why the fuck didn't you say something, you idiot? And she's like, I don't know. And he does not help her at all. He's like, well, you're going to look a lot sillier now, aren't you? Because you're going to have to tell them. And she's like, no, I don't want to. And he's no, like, you do it, Maxim. Literally, and he's like, for fuck's sake, it's fine. Calls them back in. He's like, look, it's fine. It wasn't Robert. Drop it. Mrs. De Winter over here smashed it and didn't think to tell anyone the silly fool. Fuck <gasps> off, Maxim. You're a terrible ally. Terrible ally. Oh my god! And it's just oh, it's the worst. And so then, like, oh, Danvers is like, oh, I'll, I will go and apologise to Robert, of course. But all the evidence pointed to him. I wouldn't have suspected in my wildest dreams that Mrs. De Winter had broken the ornament herself. Perhaps if it happens again, she should tell me straight away. I mean, again, like on the sur- obviously it's really cringe. But on the surface, you're like surface, you're like. I mean, you probably should. <laughs> but it's just like it's the way she says it. Like, yeah, exactly. It's the delivery. I, ah. And it's the fact like it's not even two. It's like if it happens again, perhaps she should tell me straight away. Like I'm fucking here. Mm. Just talk to me. Like, yeah, literally. She's like, you didn't want to talk to us. Your husband just had to inform us. <laughs> and so now Maxim is teasing her in front of Danny, being like, oh, what a silly little child. Like, fuck off. You're so unhelpful. No, you want me to run this house and you want me to have the respect of the people that work here. Then don't fucking undermine me. Literally, he's such a prick. Um, yeah. And then, uh, what is it? Oh, yeah, then, like, oh, Danny just makes it so much worse because she's like, I mean, it is very unfortunate. We've never had a breakage in the morning room before. We were always so particular. I've always done the dusting myself as I can't trust anyone else to. When Mrs. De Winter was alive, we did it together. Oh, wonderful. You need better fucking pastimes. Like, I'm sorry, like, I disrupted your, like, favourite dusting moment like sorry are you actually upset with me like you're not upset because it's, it was expensive and like it's going off to be fixed you're upset because you're not dusting it right now can we just establish that's what's going yeah, on that's you, you're going to you lament not... the time you're not going to be spending dusting it yeah right i i you're mm-hmm. you're okay so you're weird Recently, I was told that, um, have to speak quietly, um, my boyfriend's mum thinks of the washing machine as her baby, to which I've had to say, you need to get bigger fucking problems and, um, you, you know, maybe adopt a cat or something because I, I don't care. <laughs> I, I don't care. It, it, mm. It's a washing machine. It's a washing machine and you're being weird. That's weird. Mrs. Mm. Danvers. So, yeah, yeah. So, now Maxim is like, just continues to be a prick and like so there's this bit where um 
DW goes to visit um Clarice's mum to like be like nice and Clarice is like oh she's not a bit like you'd expect us, um, a, a lady of the house to be mum she's just like one of us and obviously like she means it really sweetly and mm. DW like says to Maxim she's like would you take that as a compliment he's like uh coming from Clarice's mum no but like she's like really gross you know like she has like a hundred kids and you know sometimes she even walks in her garden without stockings I nearly dismissed her myself and it's like Maxim Maxim you're a fucking snobby cunt yeah and then he makes it worse he's like but I suppose you know they would think you one of them if you went round there in that skirt and it's just like (gasps) I deck him what I divorce him I would I mean that is grounds for that is grounds for a divorce right on that sentence like like Maxim in marrying me I mean not now because you know times and patriarchy but in this day and age this is half Mm. my house now get the fuck out (laughs) yeah exactly and when we uh, liquidate your assets and I take all the money how much do you think I'll really be walking away with a few mil yeah Yeah. few mil and what do you think I'm gonna leave you I'm gonna leave you this fucking ugly skirt yeah, <laughs> enjoying. Because also, I'd like to say as well, like these are the only clothes she has. Like, yes, she can send off for new ones, but as well, like it is, it's just awkward, isn't it? Like, she there's no shops it's also or a anything new around. Process. Like, she doesn't have her own money, so it's going to be a weird process. Like, oh exactly. yeah, can you put them on the winter account? She's not going to know how to do it. She feels awkward. She doesn't want to go talk to Danny. Like, can you help me buy clothes? Like, oh, Rebecca always had the most beautiful wardrobe. But yes, I suppose we could. See find something no. literally and it's like and also whenever she does mention things like this to maxim she's like oh i was thinking of getting some new underwear he always just like dismisses it being like i don't mind what you underwear you wear don't be so silly and it's like so he's not even like being like oh yeah if you need your underwear here's the bank card because like yeah it's not it's just i have not easy but mm. sometimes especially men can be very dismissive. Like, say, oh, should we do this? And they go, no, just kind of like, because they can't be fucking asked. And yeah. so I've got this new thing, like, you have to say yes to everything. And then if you really don't want to say yes, you have to have a specific reason. But your immediate response has to be yes, because your immediate response is no, and you don't think about why you're saying no. So if yeah. I make your immediate response yes, it will actually make you think more about what you're responding with. Literally, it's like, yeah. just, just do something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Say yes, unless there's a really, really good reason, and you better literally. have a good reason. And also, if it's like, I'm sorry, I don't have any money of my own, you're literally in charge of all of my assets, and I want to get some new underwear, because the underwear I have, the servants laughed over it, and I'm shy and awkward, <laughs> I wanted to get some pretty things, then I will get some fucking underwear, Maxim! Literally! And also, like, I don't have to justify why I want fucking underwear, you're loaded, buy me some! Literally, like, I came here to be your wife, treat me like it. Yeah, literally, oh. Suffocate him in his sleep. Take all his money. He's such a prick. Um, And she's like, I actually wore a really nice dress to go fuck yourself, Maxim, you prick. Mm. Um, And anyway, then they're all back to being happy because apparently that's banter and it's like, no, that's abuse. Maxim, get in this, you suck. Um, And he he just keeps doing these things and he's like, kind of makes it like as a light joke, like, oh, I suppose he would think you were one of them if you went in that ugly skirt. And it's like, it's not funny. You're hurting me. It's not funny. Isn't there that thing, like, the game where you're like, you know, you put them down, but then you bring them up, put them down, bring them up. Yeah, like, it's like, it's not funny, Maxim. You don't break someone to make them want you. Like, It's no. psychological abuse. And also it's, like, gaslighty as well, when she's like, oh, yeah, I'd like some different underwear. That's not a problem, you silly little woman. Like, it is a problem. I'm finding it really hard to fit in here, and I'm trying to do things to make my life easier and also, like, Literally. have respect. Like, so also, she... my life's easier, your life's easier, and you're a 
fucking asshole literally like she was getting up in the because that was the thing like because like um the reason that she knew the servants were laughing at her underwear is because what she one of them came in to darn like her socks or whatever her stockings yeah and was clearly a bit like this is what you wear like didn't say it but you know it's like on their face yeah um and so she like used to get up in the middle of the night and darn them herself so that they wouldn't see them and it's like oh sweetie that's not nice no but this is why Clarice is good because she because she knows Clarice won't judge her for her underwear so she doesn't mind being like oh Clarice would you mind darning this for me oh that's good Clarice is her mate yeah Clarice is really nice yeah. anyway so a little while later Maxim goes up to London and DW stays at Manderley and she kind of reflects she's like because at first she's a bit like oh I don't really know how it's going to be without Maxim here I guess it's probably going to be the same as it always is <laughs> you weren't making much of an impact the first time bro literally she reflects she's like I feel weirdly free healthy <laughs> that's exactly how you should feel when your partner leaves <laughs> like... yeah like a weight feel... has been lifted. I feel happy. Yeah, it's like, hmm, this is mm. good. Anyway, so she ends up going for like a nice long walk with Jasper and she tells um, Frisch, she's sort of like, oh, would you mind serving um, tea a little later today? Because I'm going to go for a, like a long walk. And he's like, oh, mm. sure, whatever. Um, mm. <clears throat> so she ends up going back to the little beach with the boathouse on it and she notices that door, the door is open mm. and she goes, she goes in there and she finds Ben. And he's like, with a fishing rod in his hand, he's really scared. Like, I never said anything, did I? I never said anything, did I? You won't put me in the asylum, will you? Please don't put me in the asylum. And he's like nearly crying. And she's right. like, it's all right. Swimming. I'm not sure. going to send you to the asylum. You can have the fishing line. But we probably shouldn't be stealing. It's not really cool. But you can have yeah. the fishing line because I, I don't think anyone cares. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll let this one slide then. Yeah. And so... He's like, oh, thanks. And he gives her, like, a pretty shell that he's found. Oh, you did find a shell. Well done, Ben. I know. And then he's like, you've got angel's eyes. And then he tells... say you've got AIDS. <laughs> thanks, Ben. Thanks a lot. I don't even think that's... A... I know that's not a thing yet, but... Um, okay. <laughs> okay, then. Um, and then he goes on to say, you're not like the other one. Tall and dark. She gave you the feeling of a snake. And he tells Ooh. her how he saw her that he saw her there at night through the windows of the little house, and she caught him and turned on him, threatening to send him to the asylum if he ever told anyone he'd seen her or if she caught him there again. And so she's a bit like, Okay. Where? She sounds friendly. Yeah. And so he just keeps because he keeps repeating, being like, I never said nothing, did I? You won't send me to the asylum. I never said nothing. Like You are saying quite a lot, Ben. But... <laughs> but it's okay because I'm quite intrigued. So yeah, no you could gonna... say more. And I, I never send said nothing. Yeah, yeah. So he's like, oh my god, he's doing double negative. Oh, he's a smart one. He I never smart... said nothing. Wink. <laughs> like I never lied, did I? Yeah. He keeps like pointing out at the bay as well. Like she's out there now, isn't she? Mm. She's there, and she's like, yes, she went out to sea and died. Ben, we know the fucking story. <laughs> it was a bit traumatic. <laughs> Yeah, so she goes back up to the house and as she goes up, she notices that a car's like pulled in, but like not parked out the front. It's like tucked away behind the bushes and she's a bit like, that's a bit fucking shady. Yeah, and so she's like, that's weird. Like, especially when it's like a time was like, so they know that Maxim isn't here because he's in London and I've told the servants Mm. that I'm going out for a long walk, but then Ben freaked me out so I came home early. Um, (laughs) It's been a real, real great day. Been a great day. And like so she's looking up the house and she notices that a window is open in the west wing and that there's a man looking out of it. Like she can't really see uh, 
but she doesn't recognize like the silhouette is of a man and he looks down sees her and moves away and disgusting then she, then she sees danvers come and close the shutters and she's like creepy um but th- that's like what she's she's like i don't want to fucking know because she's like yeah. look if danvers is inviting her mates around and like showing them around the house when she's clearly not meant to because everyone's out and like they've hid a hidden their car clearly it's shady but i don't want any part in it I'm just yeah. going to go to the morning room where away from the front door and hopefully they'll just leave and I can just pretend I never knew. Yeah. And so like she goes into the back into the morning room <clears throat> and is chilling and then like the, she's with, still with Jasper and then Jasper gets all like excited and starts wagging his tail and she can hear them out in the hallway and she's like ah! um, no! <laughs> So she hides behind the door. Jasper? <laughs> Holds Jasper up. You talk to him. So she hides behind the door, and she hears Danvers being like, "Oh, she yes, she's come. Um, she's come back early to the house. Um, but don't worry, she'll probably have gone to the library, so you can come out this way, and she won't see you." And uh... so then, <clears throat> but then Jasper runs out and like comes out barking, and the guy comes in like, "Oh, hello, doggy, I missed you," and then he turns around, and she's just there behind the door, like. Oh my god, this is so awkward. Yeah, that's pretty bad. And obviously he's a bit like, uh Hi. <laughs> yeah. She's hiding behind a door. <laughs> In her own house. So yeah. she's just gotta kind of like come out like just, just checking just, for just dust. Checking for dust. Who are you? <laughs> no dust. Good job, Danny. Good job, Danny. Well done. Just just checking. Um <laughs> So then she's like describe. Then she like this describes the guy as being a hefty fellow, good looking in a rather flashy, sunburnt way. Mm, peely. Sounds ravishing. Sounds. Great. I know. He had the hot blue eyes, usually associated with heavy drinking and loose living. His hair was reddish, like his skin. I could smell the whiskey on his breath where I stood. I mean, he does sound like an absolute catch. You you are selling him. Fucking gross, doesn't he? He sound. Why is he red? And with just these scary blue eyes. Like, mm. oh my god, he's Mr. Blobby. Ah, Mr. Blobby is so creepy. I hey, hate yeah, Mr. Blobby. I know. Oh my god, it's literally him. Anyway, Ugh. um, so he's there and he's like quite rude and sleazy. Like he lights up a cigarette. Like, I mean, it's those different times. But still, if you're in someone else's house, you ask before you light up a cigarette. You know, stuff like that. Like, you do. I just can't imagine there was a time when someone was like, do you mind if I smoke in here? Obviously. Yes. Go outside. <laughs> But people obviously do smoke in their house. Oh, no, gross. Anyway, no, no judgment. That's weird. Um, <laughs> a little bit of judgment. <laughs> a little bit of judging. But no, it's just like, they don't smell nice, do they? And you want your house to smell nice. Like, I'm trying to think of some activity that I like doing outside. I like camping. But I don't, like, you know, bring musty smelling tents into my house and just like, oh, I camp inside. And cause I wouldn't because it smells bad. You fart inside. Yeah, fart everywhere. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was, yeah, and I was like, I suppose I enjoy a poo, but I suppose it's not quite the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so yeah, he's quite anyway. rude and sleazy, but Jasper clearly knows him, which is a bit like, hmm. Um, mm. And then he asks, mm. like, how's old Max? And it's like, Max? No one Max. calls Maxim Max. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then Danvers follows him in and she looks daggers at DW for daring to be in her own house. The audacity. Yeah. Obviously can't really say anything. Um, so DW is no, like you tries can't, to Danny. be... So you sit the fuck down. Yeah. And so the guy's like, aren't you going to introduce us to um, Danny? And so Danny introduces them um, and DW's trying to like be polite and obviously she's the lady of the house so she's like, oh, won't you stay for tea, Mr. Jack Favell, which is his name. Um, <laughs> which is what she called him. <laughs> I realised I didn't say his name and I was like, I'll just shoehorn us in here. <laughs> Jack Babble. Real subtle. Smooth. No one will know. <laughs> I'm so cool. Um, but he's like, no, no, I better be getting off. Um, do you want to come and ride in my car? And she's like, no. What, to DW? Yeah, he's like, no. being like, he's proper like flirting with her and stuff. And she's like, no. No. Um, and he's like, are oh, you gross. sure? Like, I'll even let you drive it. It's got a real engine on her, the girl. It's good. And he's like, I'm fine. You're really good. Your car has a real engine. Kind of the base requirement, bro. <laughs> but you know, he's just like trying to sell it. And it's just like, no, <laughs> I'm going to stay right here, but I'll show I'm you out. Good. So as he's like going, um, he's like, oh yeah, do me a solid and don't tell old Max I was here, yeah? He doesn't exactly approve of me. And you know, we don't want to get Danny in trouble, do we? And like, because she's awkward, she's like, no, okay, I won't. Don't worry. I'm still gonna. (laughs) I'm still gonna. So yeah, that's Jack Favell. And should we leave it there for today? Okay, I wanted to know if she did tell Max, but I guess I can wait till next week. She she doesn't. Oh, she doesn't? Oh, I thought she was totally going to dob um, Danny in. No, well, it's about feeling that a little bit before. She doesn't. Someone else does. Ooh, okay, yeah, that's a good cliffhanger. Yeah. Ooh, interesting. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, it's, it's Rebecca's ghost, like, oh my god, Max, honey. <laughs> honey. What was his name? Jack Favell. Yeah, Jack Favell. Jack Favell. Oh. here with Danny. Yeah, and oh my god, New DW was totally lying to you about it. Oh my god. Oh my god. Well, um, she totally like, should have just told Max. Yeah, literally. Mm. That is different in the film version. Oh no, in the film version, I think Danvers. In the film version is different. In the mm. film version, she like gets on a horse with him and everything, and it's weird. <laughs> Which is still like fine you can go on a horse ride with someone and it doesn't mean you're fucking them max yeah came round like and yeah max doesn't fucking tell her (laughs) but yeah max doesn't tell her anything about anyone it's like sorry someone came around to the house and i was like nice sorry like uh, sorry you're constantly telling me how i need to be a better hostess to your guests i do exactly that and somehow i'm the bad guy do you not Mm. see why i'm angry impossible standards you want me to maintain i am now going to kill you literally like you right shall i do some plugs for everybody yeah do some plugs right everybody um hi (laughs) if you like what you've heard here today you can find us on all the different social medias nice one nice one just type on classical in there you go and uh, if you really liked what you've heard here today we are on patreon you can go over there subscribe for like i think the lowest is like two dollars a month which is one who knows and uh yeah then you can get extra content and some cool shit over there and join our number one best fan who is karen so she's getting lonely over there why don't you flock on over and uh give us some company i said flock i didn't say fuck on over but you know (laughs) (laughs) i mean whatever floats your girl you know (laughs) whatever you need to do and uh yeah we'll be back next week with uh, part four and we'll find (laughs) out who's been grassing dw up (laughs) no (laughs) 
Grassing Danvers up. DW ain't done nothing wrong. Oh, but grassing her up in the sense that, like, oh, you didn't tell me. I, I feel this person is grassing everyone up. Nice. Who's the grass? Nah, it's all right. They get angry with Danvers, not DW. It's all right. All right, spoilers, mate. We want to give them something to come back from. I know. Come on back, guys. Right, well, thanks for tuning in, guys. It'll be interesting. Shit gets real. Bye. Bye. For fuck's sake. Bye.